Yo, and welcome to the DIY Podcast and part two of our Reading and Leeds Festival special. If this is the first time you have stumbled across us while, I don't know, searching through the music category of the podcast story that you happen to use, and you're looking for something that isn't a dance mix, then welcome. This is a podcast which is quite noisy, it's a bit shouty, sorry, slightly ropey, but full of excellent bands talking about life on the road, their live shows. It's like a little sibling of DIY magazine, kind of reflecting everything they're up to, and that's a magazine which you can pick up all over the UK at Ace Venues, Shops, Arts Places, anywhere that's cool really, or you can check out for free online at DIYMag.com. This month's issue is an excellent one with a really, fuck it, it's a really important and honest in-depth interview with the cover stars Two Door Cinema Club about what's been happening with them over the last few years. So go check that out now. Back to this podcast though, part one of this special saw the DIY team running all over the festival chatting to Milk Teeth, Spring King, the Japanese House and every single member of the aforementioned Two Door Cinema Club individually and in this episode the pace is no slower as we catch up with now 100% mainstagers churches, the insatiable and excellent Vant, the always hyperactive Lower Than Atlantis chat to Tom Connick, and the vaccines muse on how it feels to pick up exactly where they left off four years ago from the main stage. Casual, lads. Casual. First up, here's DIY's features editor and festival mainstay, Elle Hunt, poking her nose into Churchy's dressing room preset on the Friday at Reading, which might have been the only spot on site not causing aggressive sunburn. Okay, let's do it. It's the DIY Podcast, Episode 5, Reading Lead Special, Part 2, live and slightly shortly recorded in loud fields. Let's go! So, how's it going? Going well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. hot. It's, yeah. <laughs> Is this your third time at Reading? I think it is. It is, yeah. So, third time, and we get to do the main stage there. Yeah. Because I saw you here, my first Reading as well, on the Festival Republic stage, um, after your debut had come out, I think. And then I saw you on the BBC, bigger one, and now you're on the main stage. So you've really kind of worked your way up at this festival. Is it a festival that you like coming back to and enjoy playing? Absolutely. It's one of the the greatest festivals in the UK. It's legendary. Yeah. And you know, growing up in, in Scotland, looking at the bill every year and the melody maker being like, oh my god, fantastic. But um, yeah, I didn't actually get to come until we were playing here. So. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Love it. And it's, I think it has a kind of different atmosphere to a lot of festivals because a lot of the kids who come here have just finished GCSEs and stuff. I mean, do you find that? Do you find that it's a different festival to play in comparison to all of the others, or is that not something that you notice so much? Yeah. I, I like the kind of. I guess we've got a lot of rock crossover fans, yeah. so I really kind of get the rock crossover element at Reading Festival. People yeah. are always super, super up for it, which is great. Mm-hmm. I guess we're a band that straddles a few different genres a little bit, yeah. so to come here and be well received is always is like a special, special thing for us, for sure. Yeah, and it feels like to me watching you over the years, your stage show has kind of grown and grown, and you're sort of running across the whole place now, and it's amazing to see. Yeah, I think we worked hard on the yeah. hard on the stage show, and it was nice for us to develop it over the course of time rather than just doing like a prestige version of things that you like. Uh, and also because we've toured so much and we've moved up in sizes of venues, and there's been it's been nice for us to think about what we want the live show to be and how we want to communicate things, and also. Um, we have 
two records worth of material now, so yeah, it's yeah. more a bit more fun when you put it together a live show and you can think about how to build the dynamics and the ebb and the flow and things like that. Yeah, and the new record must be a really, really fun one to play live as well. Just it like is, fun. yeah, there's lots of upbeat, sort of punchy songs on it, so... Uh, yeah, it's really good fun to switch that up live because I mean, the first album obviously we only had 11 or 12 songs we could play yeah. and now we've got kind of more than double that so it feels it's good because they can be a bit more dynamic with these sets. So you've had a really, really busy year um, and along the way you went on Paravoy. We did, yeah. Um, on cruise with Paramore which is mm. probably the coolest gig set up I've ever heard <laughs> of and I was quite jealous of anyone that went. How was that? No, it was really good. Um, we've always been big fans of the band, and Haley's voice is incredible, and the songwriting is great, and they're genuinely nice people, so it's really nice to play shows with people that you kind of feel like you share an ethos with, and it was yeah. really good fun, and all the all their fan base was really welcoming to us and all the other bands, so yeah, uh, yeah it was a very wholesome experience. Yeah. Yeah. Did, um, did playing well? Yeah. yeah, I was just a little, bit sick, a little bit of that. Yeah, that was my next question. Did, did playing on a boat ever present any sort of challenges? Uh, windy, yeah. very windy yeah. for an outdoor show. I thought that there was one, the last show that we did was so windy, I thought that the lighting rig was, looked a little sketchy, <laughs> but I guess they were well tested. And, um, I got really seasick on the first night, I had to kind of be thrown out on the stage. <laughs> just been yeah really sick and they get it wasn't without its challenges but it's about as well set up as you'll get a, a crew a band cruise that's for mm. sure I've done another one of them that was terrible that, yeah. was, that was really good yeah yeah and you've you've since recorded um, Barry it with Hayley Williams after Pirate War as well you did yeah um, did you was that something that you always knew knew that you were going to do, or did that sort of come about post Paraboy after playing with them there and stuff? Um, well, it was something that came about quite organically, really. Mm. Like we met Haley, well, she had come to one of the shows on our first album, and then we kept in touch over Twitter and email and stuff. And uh, when we played in Nashville for the album show for that one, um, she came down to the show and we'd asked her if she wanted to play a track with us, and that was the one that she chose. So then when we did it, did Paraboy, it made sense to do that again. Yeah. By that point, um, we all kind of knew each other a lot better and it felt like it would be a nice thing to do because there's a crossover in the fan base and people have been enjoying it live. So um, we all love her voice and she really brought something different to it. And I don't know, it's really nice if things to come about in that way rather than being made up by people looking at playlists and thinking about a giant graph which charts crossover potential. Um, and it's just really cool, like her... Um, and John, who plays a session in their band, just recorded it in Nashville yeah. and then sent us that. And I think that's a really nice way to do it. Like, they're a huge band, but they still keep everything very... Yeah, so it's just very close, really close to home, I think. Really think. naturally, yeah. I was really excited when I heard it on Beats 1. Huh? I had no idea that it was going to happen. There you go. We're sneaky like that. Yeah. Sneaky drops of new things. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, so, apart from obviously a fan today, what's on your festival rider? Because we've been doing quite a few of them. <laughs> um, we have a pretty sensible rider, all things considered. I think people think of riders as these ridiculous list <laughs> yeah. of demands, but mostly it's because that's the food you get for the day to survive. So, uh, we have normally have some vegetables, we've got some water, some beers. Yeah. Yeah. The most exciting thing today, I think, is that big multi pack bag of skips. Yeah, skips. <laughs> I've not seen a pack of skips in years, but no. really. So the skips all we, are all over the Reading Festival site. Yeah, we knew. 
Yeah, a strong essential rider. Sunscreen. Sunscreen, yeah. sunscreen or wellies. It's hard yeah. to know. Yeah. And it's never anywhere in between. Yeah. Extreme strength bug spray <laughs> for when you're in Eastern Europe just getting destroyed by mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah. I really. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's busy. Busy with mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, our neck, uh, what do you call them, like the band, like bandit style? The dust, dust mask? Yeah, dust protection Starfly. for when you're in the desert. Yeah. Like Coachella or whatever, that's the dustiest place ever. Yeah. Top tips. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be sure to get one. I needed one for latitude though, in the yeah. forest of latitude dust. Oh, oh really? It's quite intense in there. Yeah. Well, I was going to say latitude is more like a camera. Really nice, have a nice glass of pimps or whatever. Yeah, we just put it under your dust mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we straw holes. Uh, I really like that festival as well. Such a different vibe from something like this, but I guess it goes back to what we were saying before. Yeah. We can exist at Latitude and on that amazing lineup of more alternative and kind of acts, but be at home at Reading too. Ah, those guys. It's so good to hear good people continually levelling up and taking it in their stride, even when they rightly ball onto main stages worldwide, play on boats with Hayley Williams, or get lavished with skips on their rider. Cheers to Elle for getting the chat on tape for this episode. Across the field, online editor Tom Connick, who, for reference, has the greatest Twitter handle of all time, bar absolutely none, was hanging out with the mighty Lower Than Atlantis, watching a bit of gigs with them and chatting on what a difference a record can make. So here's DIY's Tom, LTA's Eddie, plays drums, and Deck, bass, backstage at Reading. Here we go. How was that? Must have been quite exciting to be playing main stage. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Middle of the day as well. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I'm, I'm distracted by the TV fan who's playing on the enemy stage right That's now. That's gigs, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, no, it's amazing, mate. It's one of those ones where like it's so hard to soak it in while you're doing it. Yeah. And you see pictures after it, like, fuck, that's yeah. really good. Can you see? Can you see out across the whole crowd? I suppose if it's during the day. Yeah. You can see yeah, like fucking it's, like, it's, it's not like people. for me anyway. It's like not. It's not just sinking. It's not like you're realizing what's going on. You're just in like robot mode. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, if it's like if you want to appreciate it, you've got to get yourself out of that robot mode, but then not too much. So you're like, what, what, what's going on? Like, get your bit, your bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got like a new album on the way, pretty yeah. soon. Well, the next things. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we haven't finished writing it yet. Oh really? So yeah. we're, we're we're writing an album basically. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're a few songs in, so like it'll be it'll be out. And then, next, next there will be something next year yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah, and you've got. The new singles, obviously, the reaction to that has been pretty wild. Yeah, man. I think, I, I, uh, usually, well, I mean, I think this band's always like a slow burn, but like, I think that every time we put out something, it seems to be like a more instant reaction, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this seems to be the most instant kind of, like, reaction. Yeah. Uh, not like, not saying like a positive or negative reaction, just like an instant, like, people are listening to it kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's obviously positive and negative, you can't put anything po- like, without positive or negative, or negatives. But, like, the fact that it's like an instant reaction is cool. Yeah. Like, and it feels, I guess it feels like you're kind of taking a step to start at, like, a a kind of higher level, like, because you're, like, you just announced Brixton, which yeah, is obviously, yeah. like, pretty... It's kind of like... it was Dingwalls. Dingwalls that you started the album campaign on So we've, it's like... Well, this thing was like 500 people, and then yeah, and then this one's 5,000. Yeah, like so it's like times everybody's zero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's pretty fun to feel. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Because this, this album has like a bigger platform to sort of like yeah. know, start with. So, is this? I guess if you're not kind of thinking, we don't have like a full album yet. Was this kind of just like a almost like a stop off? No, like I, I think it's weird because like we've been a band a while. And this, this, our next album will be our fifth album. And I think the last album kind of felt like album number one, like we sort of started again. Yeah. Like when you've been a band that long, you have that many records. The only th- I don't want to compare us to this to this band, but like the Relative Papers are a rock band and they've been along a very long time and they they've always been like rock music, but yeah. you know they started off like kind of a DIY vibe and then they slowly progressed, which is kind of parallel to what we're doing. Yeah, not, yeah. not exactly. I don't like to compare us to that because I, I don't want to be a son of a prick, but <laughs> like. So th- this last record was like refresh, like album one to us yeah. again, kind of thing, like and breathe new life into our band. And then this is like, so we didn't really have a platform to start with. And there's this today, this weekend is like a really nice platform for our next record. Yeah. It's a good starting point. So yeah. like, kind of going. I'm just talking and... shit, like <laughs> whatever. Who fucking cares? But yeah, you like, I guess like the first couple of records, especially well, like the first three records, you kind of change the sound quite a lot because yeah. it felt like with the last record you really kind of nailed this kind of yeah, I th- idea yeah, 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 yeah I think that's, that, that, that's pretty much of, summed it up yeah that's what I was trying to say you summed it up <laughs> you we had to be in yourself yeah, yeah. basically I'll, I'll just go and do this one <laughs> yeah. right up but yeah you nailed it pretty much that's, that was the whole part we kind of like Michael says we kind of threw loads of stuff at a wall and see what's stuck yeah and now we know it's sick <laughs> that's, that's just a sick thing so. Yeah. yeah so it must be quite a nice position to be going into like to write I guess if, if you're taking your time and you have the ability to take time as well. Yeah, yeah. mate, it's so sick. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Like, we're doing the, the, the drums in like place in London, so Eddie just goes with, like Dan Lancaster, Dan Lancaster yeah, yeah. and just does that like when he has the demos, and he just cracks in with that, and then Ben's kind of like recording the guitars in like the LCA studio in Watford, and then Mike after that goes and cracks up with other stuff like down like vocals oh, and stuff. Right. So it's like. It's not in like when we before we were like, oh, we used to go and to a place and fight like for a month and find a sound. Like with the technology of 2016, you don't need to do that. I think. Yeah. Well, you can if you want, but I've, we don't. We don't need to do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, we need like the space. I think because we've been a band a while, having that it feels a bit claustrophobic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're and it rushed and you just miss things and you yeah. a week later after it's finished you're like oh I wish Eddie would be like oh, I wish I did this drum fill and then you can't because it's done yeah. whereas now even on like, like things that we've already done like for the record we can still go back and change it because yeah. we haven't released it it's quite easy to get stuck in the like kind of conveyor belt as well yeah it? right yeah. and that's not fun man write a record doing it yeah. release a record tour it for yeah. a year and a yeah. half do another yeah. one yeah yeah so boring that's why like people like people in bands like alcoholics and drug addicts. Like, yeah, on a serious note, that is it is, isn't it? Because they're just trying they're just like, yeah. what am I doing with my life, mate? Like yeah. so it's nice to like freshen it up. So is that the plan for the rest of the year then? Just kind of keep yeah, slowly uh, piecing things together? Yeah, I guess pretty much yeah, I think so. And then yeah, Brixton. And then Brixton, yeah. Brixton. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not sure a bad be... not a bad way to kind of start things off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to think about it. Really. To start a Brixton, mate, it's literally like a dream come true. I'm yeah. making a lie. It's like, yeah, 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 100%. How mental was that, mate? I remember going to see. Even like, that just then, like. Yeah. Fucking hell, mate. I remember going to see Velvet Revolver. Do you remember those, like, yeah. Slash's band, like, when I was like 13? My yeah. mate. And after they played, this ain't, this is not going to happen to us, by the way. <laughs> after they played, they got in a limo, and my dad, me and my mate's dad, my mate's dad picked me and my mate up. 
and we, was, we were like, follow the limo, follow the limo, mate, follow the limo. We're like, <laughs> it was like, go in the way we're going home. We're like, mate, they could be going to where we live. It's <laughs> 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 literally like, mate, you're a kid. We're not so getting in limos, are yeah, we? Yeah, we But. <clears throat> never just, say never. It's just that exactly, yeah. stuff, stuff like that. Maybe like. the tour after. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd ever get out of a venue, of, uh, out of a, venue a limo. That's just like ultimate, like, bell end move, isn't it? <laughs> Sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah, at three in the morning. Like. Yeah. That's great. Cheers, that's pretty much everything. Yeah. Oh, wish man. Nice one. Eddie and Deck there from Lower Than Atlantis, whose monumental rise over the latest self-titled album campaign continued with a main stage spot at this year's festival. They were later spotted hanging out of a limo in Reading Town Centre with Californication blasting on the stereo. Obviously, I completely made that up, but Eddie, I hope one day that does happen. Cheers to DIY's Tom Connick for the chat. You can read loads more of his interviews up on DIYMag.com right now, including chats with Baseman and King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard from Reading as well. Right, onwards. Similarly to LTA, it's been a massive year for Vant. Obviously, a highlight being headlining the DIY Noi Tour at the tail end of last year, but further than that, they've just been playing to bigger and bigger audiences, and Reading Festival this year was no different. El Hunt caught up with them about their festival experiences as youths at Leeds, which to be fair was probably a year or two ago, and what getting to perform there means to them. So we're sat on the remnants of Paul's yeah. confession yeah. last night. It feels like we've just been at like a wedding or something and <laughs> walking up half cut. Fortunately we're not half cut. We're not, no, very sober. Not yet, or are you planning on staying like that after your set? Leeds as well tomorrow, and then yeah, I'm sure Leeds the aftermath will have the some drive fun. home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Arrive at Reading or Leeds festivals that you ever went to when you were younger? We both went to Leeds, Leeds yeah. Yeah. not yeah. set together. Yeah. And probably a few years apart as well, I imagine. Yeah, like two or three years apart. Um, but yeah, it was the first festival I ever went to, Leeds Festival. So, uh, had two very hedonistic years there and pretty much changed my life to be honest I think like just seeing so many great bands in such a condensed period of time and you know kissing girls and I didn't kiss any girls <laughs> and trying things that you're not really meant to try and yeah. just life experience condensed into a weekend yeah it's yeah. pretty mind blowing so, um, but yeah it was amazing but I think to a point where I knew I couldn't handle a hat trick. <laughs> so it was kind of like I learned enough about myself in those two years to uh, not have to do it again. But it's amazing to be able to come back and play it for a second year in a row yeah. on a bigger stage at a better time. So yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah, lots of bands that I've seen do exactly the same thing. Reading all these independent musical festivals they haven't went to and yeah. then festival and I think they've 
managed to retain that um, certainly since we were going obviously like years and years before you look at all the lineups and it's like actually unbelievable it is incredible it's like you see like you know like
Thanks, Vant. Thanks, L. If you want to catch the Vant live machine in action soon, they have been just announced in this month's DIY magazine as headliners for the Newcastle leg of the Dr. Martin Stand for Something tour, which should be a sold-out sweaty mess of a gig. Check DIYMag.com for more details and see if you can get in there and maybe even get some nice new shoes. Finally on this episode of the DIY Podcast, Tom Connick is back behind the mic and in front of another indie pop star in the last interview from the most famous piece of grass in Reading. This time he's with Justin from the Vaccines mulling over how sweet it is to come back to a festival four years after the last time you played it and essentially pick up where you left off. Cool. So yeah, how's your day been so far? Have you just... Pretty good. Yeah, we just got we just sort of got here about half an hour ago. Had uh, gorged gorged on red velvet cake. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or at the sun. Um, yeah, and then I don't know. It's a sort of it's a strange day actually. No one really on the main stage that I'm. Uh, interested in seeing but yeah it's <laughs> yeah. quite a like kind of rocky day I guess it is they, they kind of have that like rock metal sort of emo day don't they and yeah sort of sandwiched in the middle of it yeah you've done Reading like a few times before though yeah like, so you, you're quite happy to be back so happy we, we did it in 11 and 12 and then we've sort of had like a four year break I was so happy so happy to be back to one of my favourite festivals in the world yeah played Leeds on Friday which is amazing but I actually, yeah yeah, I'm really excited. I guess like if you've had a four-year break as well, you must be kind of like itching. Yeah, no, it's great. It's it's and actually we were in. I think we we're in exactly the same place on the bill last time we were as well. Oh, really? It's like four years later. You know, it's like a nice. It's a nice thing. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, to still yeah. be able to. Yeah, come absolutely. In. You know, I'm, I'm, I think we're really excited and really happy. Yeah. It, yeah. Have you got any like particularly great memories of Reading? Like, yeah, I mean, I, the first sort of time, the first time we played, we played the tent, and we were like third or fourth on the top of the tent. And I just remember it was it was sort of a weird time for us because it's off the back of all like the hype and like yeah. I think the record had only been out for a month or two and like you know it was still at a time where we like read what people were saying about us and like we were very much aware of the fact that you know people liked us but there were also people questioning our rise and the speed at which we uh, enjoyed yeah. the rise and and I think just sort of like. Uh, uh, coming out and seeing like a full tent and everyone like chanting our name and it was like the first sort of moment ever where I was like oh there's like something tangible here like that people yeah. actually really like the vaccine yeah. so it's a really special weekend good to see it like translate yeah well. absolutely like, we yeah. can read yeah. thousands exactly. and thousands exactly. of pieces exactly exactly yeah people in front of them yeah. exactly what about have you got any kind of nightmare festival stories like we've never no actually no I'm trying to th- I mean there's like there's been like I mean doesn't really make great reaching, just like boring stuff like, oh, once our equipment didn't turn up, we had to borrow someone else's, oh, and like, yeah. just rubbish like that. I thought like, I thought like ASAP Rocky, like pulling out of Leeds because he got stuck in traffic was like the least uh, hip hop thing I'd ever yeah. heard. There were all these like rumours going around the site that he'd like pulled out because like, this or that, or whatever, I think he literally just got know. stuck in traffic. Just, yeah. just the motorways yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very British yeah, reason yeah, to pull yeah, out the I know, I know, I know. Um, but you're like back on the main stage now, which yeah, must be yeah. like quite exciting. Crazy, yeah, so exciting, so exciting. Do you see it as a challenge still? Like, it's a, it's yeah, massively. It's, I think it's weird because like, you know, when we went, last time we were here, we were kind of coming off the back of like, our, I guess our second record hadn't come out, but it was like, you know, we were kind of touring that second, it hadn't come out, but we were back. So actually we were still touring the first record. And I think that when you're like a new band and you're on the main stage and you kind of have to like prove yourself as this like yeah. new and exciting band and you're and, and you're and you're sort of um, 
you know, you're worthy of a place on the main stage, but then like four years later, if you're now on three, four, and then, you know, like four years is a really long time in music, and now, yeah. now you have to prove yourself for different reasons. You have to like prove that you're like still exciting, and you're yeah. still like, you know, like, hopefully like a great sort of fine rock and roll band. So yeah, I mean, I, I honestly think we're sort of better live band now than we've ever, ever been. Like, I still just like love playing so much. Yeah. Um, and we like, actually weirdly, like this summer, like we've been talking about a lot of, been, we've seen like a few like, Seen, I guess, seen like a bunch of bands play this summer, and it's like so. It really depresses me when you see band, like I guess older bands, just kind of like going through the motions, you know, yeah. like paying the mortgage. And I think I just really hope we never get to that point. Yeah, yeah. we still feel like yeah, sort of young and exciting. I think to us, yeah, from the inside out. Yeah, I guess if you like, if you're taking breaks from like festivals, that yeah, kind of like I guess. Reading seems like quite a natural home for like a band. Like I think, I th absolutely. It's just like young kids, just yeah. like, uh, yeah, up for a good time. Don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah, it's been great, just rock and roll festival. I suppose it traditionally has been. It's not anymore. Not that I mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess things are kind of starting to wind down from the last record. Yeah, I mean, these are our last shows. These are our last shows. Yeah, so yeah. you're thinking, you're starting to think about new material? Yeah, we already, I think we've got most of the record written actually. But we just, yeah, we just, I, yeah, we've got like 20 songs. I don't know how many of them are going to end up being vaccine songs, but like, there's, yeah, there's like, we've done quite a lot of writing, so, yeah. yeah. And then, do you have, do you have a plan in place, or are you going to No, I think we'll just, I think we'll just record in the new year, and then, yeah, yeah. see what happens. Boring. Stock answer, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's literally like two answers, isn't there? There's like, no, we're just going to stay on the horse, going to get straight back out there. Yeah. Like, no, we're going to see how it goes. It's probably better to take a bit of time. Yeah, I think like, so. Like you, you know, like I think even just playing leads on Friday, like it feels amazing. But like, it feels like now's a good time to stop. Like, it feels like we've been playing the show for the last two years. And yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like it's come back and fresh, fresh, refresh, 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 hit the refresh button. Yeah. yeah. I guess if you're not even thinking about it till the new year as well, you've got kind of yeah, exactly. You've got a few yeah. months to like exactly. chill out yeah, yeah. and like yeah, try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started like feeling quite guilty, chilling out. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I guess it's weird if you're constantly like hammering through like touring and then festival yeah. season and then to step back you kind of go. It's all, I'm now just like getting to that point as well where I'm just like I see all my friends kind of like growing up and doing these jobs they hate but like having to you know like having to get up every morning and do it. So I sort of think like maybe I should get up every morning and like pursue the job that I'm lucky enough to have at the time yeah. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. But then there's, you don't want to run the risk of it becoming like a, a nine to five slot. Exactly, you know, and I think that's the other, that's like the, that's the danger as well. Yeah. 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 So, have you got any particular plans for this evening? Like, going to Nottingham Carnival. Oh, what? Yeah. Straight after <laughs> yeah, the set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're going to kind of play and then hop yeah, off and go and yeah, party up in so, London? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Have you got anything planned for the set in particular? There's been a lot, a lot of pyro on that stage. This yeah, you're not pyro. I heard a lot of covers as well. Oh yeah, 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 has yeah. Been, there's been some covers. some very dodgy covers. Yeah. Did I just hear? Did I just hear someone playing the barn on? on uh, oh god, really? Yeah, it must have been. I mean, I guess. That's, yeah. That's like the ultimate red and cliche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing the barn on the yeah. main stage. Probably not if you're from Ohio and you think it's called reading, right? Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that yet, but I'm sure it's yeah, something there's a lot of American <laughs> yeah, bands yeah, out there yeah. now and we're keeping an yeah. ear out. Um, no, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think we're just, uh, we don't have any pyro. <laughs> a bit of a waste of money at yeah. six in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> there was someone on the stage, um, there was like an Australian metal band, Parkway Drive. Oh, yeah. They had yeah. pyro, it, they were on it, I think, half two. And it was just constant pyro. I was oh like, God. Jesus Christ, that's all your, all your advice yeah. gone. Yeah, exactly. It's all up. All.
Yeah, for that boy, that's a, quite a show. Yeah, for that, yeah. <laughs> so did you see much at Leeds then? Didn't really. I didn't watch anything at Leeds, but we came down last night and watched right. like, sort of Stormzy. Oh, no, um, that was yeah, amazing. It was awesome. So, so I was literally, I was like, being like lifted up. By yeah, yeah. Just like... I kind of like I got there like 20 minutes early and yeah. got in and yeah, I turned around. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like, no, no, me oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Way I'm out yeah, here. yeah. No, we got like we got there and like tried to get a good place, and by the end it's just like yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so yeah, saw a bit of Mastodon, saw yeah, red hot, a bit of Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's a very a very eclectic. Yeah, evening. yeah. We just came down for like the headliners and just watched a bit of everyone. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's great. Go on, Justin, and I can testify. He hasn't just saying that to appear one of the people. I mind at Glastonbury a few years ago, going deep, deep, deep into the pyramid stage crowd alongside the whole band. Not a whiff of backstage arrogance from those boys, not at all. Straight in, making the most of having an ace job. So that's it for another episode. We've done five now, bloody hell. If you've not heard the others, we've got the first part of this Reading Festival special and three episodes all recorded in the fields at Latitude with loads of excellent acts telling us about how their summers have been going. If you've been with us since the start, thank you so much for joining us as we gradually let you a little bit more into the DIY universe. If you've been enjoying the podcast show so far, please, please get shouting about it online. It would mean a lot. Or you can just say hi to at DIY Magazine on Twitter. That'd be cool. And I promise we'll get to work making more episodes reflecting the cutting edge of new and very much live music in the UK. This summer has been a bit of an experiment with the podcast, but coming to the end of festival season and as every band in the planet gets touring again, the plan is to bring you lots more episodes filled with stories, interviews and sounds from everything DIY Magazine and its team are getting up to and beyond. But until then, the September issue of the magazine is out now, loads in it, including that super candid and Really important interview I mentioned with Two Door Cinema Club who are on the cover, which you can check out in print from free stockists all across the UK or read the magazine online wherever you are in the world. And there's also feature interviews with Deep Valley, The Witches and loads, loads more. So until next episode, you're excellent. Thanks for listening. Tell your mates. Thanks to the DIY team and all the acts, the labels and the kind PR people who let us chat to your bands. All right, bye.